You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. And as always, thanks very much for tuning in. In a recent report by City Lab, reporter Sarah Holder looked into the cities where Americans most want to go and where they most want to leave. And contrary to the countless stories about Detroit comeback, we've all heard in recent years, Detroit doesn't come out looking so great in this study. Sarah Holder joins us now to look at why and to talk about other interesting findings. Sarah, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So we've become accustomed here in Detroit to being something of a darling in national media narratives about cities that are on the rise and becoming kind of a cooler place for people around the nation. So I was a little surprised to see that Detroit is listed as last on the list for people who are looking to move someplace and is in the top three on your list of places that people are looking to leave. Tell me why that's true. Yeah, so the the study I wrote about came from Apartment List, which is a a rental search platform. Um, So the the sample size was a little bit limited. Um, There were uh, about a million searches that they analyzed, but these are just people who are looking at this very specific rental platform as a a way to look at uh, new apartments to rent in new cities. Um, And they they looked at... uh, uh, people's IP addresses to identify where they were searching from, and then looked at the first place that they that they looked um, for a new apartment. Um, so, uh, using that data, they analyzed of the top 25 largest metros where are people trying to move um, and where are trying people trying to flee. Um, and so, of those top 25 metros, Detroit was at the bottom of the list in which metros are attracting renters from elsewhere. So people from other cities aren't necessarily looking at Detroit as the first place that they want to go after they're leaving San Francisco, Denver, or Baltimore. Um, and uh, they ran the analysis again um, and saw that people who are already living in Detroit aren't looking to, to find another apartment in the neighborhood necessarily. Um, they ranked third below Orlando and Riverside, California, for uh, where people are looking to move outside of their city. So uh, 46.8% of renters in Detroit are looking at apartments in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Grand Rapids, um, and other other cities outside the, the, the neighborhood. Hmm. Uh, talk about how this fits into a national trend. Uh, what is going on here is not all that different than what's going on in other cities like Detroit. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, census data shows that renter, um, that that Americans are moving a lot less um, than uh, many previous decades. Um, the factors limiting big moves could be demographic. There are older Americans who are aging in place, um, but they're also economic, um, with unemployment low and remote work increasingly common. Fewer people are finding jobs good enough to move for. Um, and, and some worry that the, the reluctance to pull up these stakes is deepening regional economic inequality. Um, and, and again, this isn't just a Detroit story, but, but people from everywhere are, are moving less. What this study shows is that when people do want to move outside of their city, they're usually not looking very far. Um, so uh, the searches that are coming outside Detroit, for example, um, only 18.2% 
percent are coming from outside the immediate region, mm-hmm. but those are coming from Flint, Michigan, Chicago, and Grand Rapids um, uh, to the highest degree. Which means that again, people are not moving far. Right? right. They're looking. They're looking closer to home if they're if they're going to make a if they're going to make a move. Uh, right. And yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, even in San Francisco, you're seeing that the share of uh, you know everyone says that people are leaving California in droves because it's so expensive. Um, and, and if you look at where people from San Francisco are looking to go, they're looking to go to San Jose or Los Angeles or Sacramento. Um, you know, they're not looking to to make a cross-country move, even if they do feel priced out of their immediate uh, vicinity. Mm. Uh, talk about the influence of coastal cities and locations on on this data. Uh, I think conventional wisdom says it's too expensive to live on the coast, and so people should be moving to places inward uh, in in the center of the city. But we're also seeing still that clustering in in some coastal cities. Right, right. So yeah, in the in the Bay Area, people are trying to move just sort of within California. Um, it seems like um, even in Riverside, California, which I mentioned was was a place that um, you know uh, rivals Detroit in in the the volume of searches going outside the region. Fifty percent, a forty percent of those outbound searches are to Los Angeles, um, and uh, you know. Uh, People in Boston, where home prices are rising, are, are still sort of searching in the Boston area. Providence, Rhode Island, Hartford, Connecticut, Manchester, New Hampshire are, are some popular searches there, but that's still in New England. Um, in Washington, D.C., another sort of, uh, you know, uh, infamous for rising home prices, a bastion of uh, coastal uh, uh, expense. Mm-hmm. Um, those people from D.C. are moving to, to Baltimore um, or Philadelphia. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, I think uh, across the country, you're not seeing people from the coast fleeing to the middle of the country as, uh, as rapidly as you might expect. Um, I think even if you are being priced out of uh, a, a pricey coastal city, uh, the, the places that you're looking are, are maybe smaller towns on the outskirts of those big cities and not, um, you know, a big trip away. Sure. My guest is Sarah Holder, a staff writer at City Lab who covers local policy, housing, labor, and technology. We're talking about a new study that shows people here in Detroit still really want to leave and outsiders still don't really want to come. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. If you're someone who moved to Detroit, call and tell us what brought you here. If you were born and raised in Detroit, what keeps you here? Have you thought about moving away or did you move at one point and come back? Tell us why you're here and if you plan on leaving, what are you looking for in another city that's lacking here in Detroit or in Metro Detroit? I should make that clear as well. We want to talk about the city, but also the metro region, which is also having a, a tough time keeping people and attracting people. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today and we'll try to work you into the conversation. James on Twitter says, This was true in 2008 as well. While we argue about the difference between Detroit and Livonia and Pontiac, outsiders want no parts of this entire region. 
I don't think it has escaped anyone's notice that we are terrible neighbors to each other and always have been a pretty dark vision of our community there from James, but I really appreciate the feedback. Let's go to Chris in Detroit. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, hey go ahead. Hey, how you doing? So one of my comments is I live in Detroit. I work, I work in Dearborn, but I have to pay more taxes because, because I live in Detroit. Mm-hmm. If I lived in Detroit, I would say 3% of my income. But by just not just not, just by working outside and living in Detroit, I have to pay one point five percent of my income. The other thing is is insurance. Insurance in Detroit, Metro Detroit, to include healthcare and automobile and even homeowners, is very high. It is. This is this is why I'm thinking about moving because it's like every time I look at, I'm being punished. I'm being punished for just living inside the city or the walls of the city. Mm. Uh, Chris, I really appreciate the call and the the comments. And, you know, there's lots of folks, including me, who would talk about both of those issues as being negatives for, for living here. Sarah Holder, talk about the, the way things like tax rates and insurance figure into these decisions in, in the national context. Um, yeah, I mean, my research didn't didn't touch on those tax rates specifically, but I know that um, a lot of times when people are choosing to make these cross-country moves, they are looking at things like taxes. So I know that Reno, Nevada is, is a popular place to move um, from people in the Bay Area because, again, it's sort of in that close by radius, but it, it, it does have a much lower tax rate than we do here in, in California where I'm based. Um, and so I, 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 th- I think of uh, the caller is completely right when they say that you know that is that is both a reason to leave and, and a reason to come mm-hmm. uh, to a state if there there are lower taxes there. Mm. Uh, let's go to Matt and Warren. Matt, what's on your mind? Yes, so um, I'm 23 and I've moved. Uh, I've lived in Georgia, New York, and just recently came back to Michigan, and uh, it's made me want to leave even more just being back here. Oh no! Uh, the biggest thing. So uh, I'm in the service industry. And uh, I, I applied at some of these nice restaurants in Detroit, and I worked at one of them. And um, what people don't understand is to sustain these very high-end restaurants that are standalone restaurants, uh, you have to pay workers uh, extremely low, like, like terribly low. Um, and so the biggest uh, part of, of not wanting to come back to Detroit is not just in the food industry, but in uh, a few other industries, the pay is not where it needs to be to attract people to stay, you know, especially young people, because I know my work ethic and I know my talent and I know that another state um, with a lot lower rent than Detroit can pay me a lot more to stay there. Um, And so Detroit just doesn't offer any incentives for me to want to stay. And uh, that may vary around Metro Detroit, but, you know, especially in Detroit, there's not a big reason besides, you know, a family for me to want to stay here. Mm. Uh, th- that's a really interesting uh, perspective, Matt. Again, wages, uh, Sarah. These, the, all of these, these life factors really have an influence on these these decisions that people make. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 yeah, I mean, I think that that is driving some of the the sort of uh, stuck in place nature of a lot of Americans too. Is that if you you, you it takes a lot. For you to want to move, it would take a much higher paying job to afford all the costs of moving and to uh, make it worth it to um, increase your rent or buy a new home. Um, I think another interesting trend that we're seeing uh, when it comes to 
the mismatch between um, good jobs and uh, good rent is that some cities are starting to pay people to, to work remotely uh, from their cities. So Tulsa, Oklahoma, where rent is, is lower and, and maybe wages aren't as high for jobs in the city, um, has started a program where they're paying remote workers $10,000 to move there for a year and, and see if they like it. Um, and so that allows you to keep your, your job um, as long as you have a laptop and a, a, a remote connection um, and, and try out a new city. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm interested to see if other cities follow in Tulsa's footsteps um, and, and, and try that strategy as well. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to Margo in Detroit. Margo, welcome to the show. Hi there. Um, I I just wanted to say that I I've lived in Detroit for six years and it's it's at the point where I would love to to own a home. I'm having so much trouble finding a home that's not so over assessed that I can't I'm not I'm not going to get a mortgage or I don't have the cash to in time, frankly, to renovate something. And so it's getting to the point. I mean, I have affordable rent. Luckily, I still live you know, in a neighborhood with really affordable rent. But when I look at other home prices and I get so much more for a home, it's ready, you know, kind of ready to move in in other cities, I definitely think about moving elsewhere. Hmm. Uh, Sarah, your data looks at renters. Uh, How does that relate to home ownership, which is what Margot's talking about there? Yeah, so I think this is another um, limit of the of the study itself. But I'd love to sort of look deeper into that data for for home buyers as well. Um, but I will say that where you see higher rents, you you usually see um, higher uh, uh, higher cost to buy. Um, and I think that some of the trends that are pushing people out of cities where it does take a lot of upfront cash to um, put down a down payment on a house um, are are probably seeing that movement as well into uh, perhaps cheaper outlying suburbs um, because, yeah, if you want to stay in a place and you want to um, age in place and you want to, um, you know, uh, transfer from a, from a rental situation into a buying situation, um, it makes sense to do that in a place where uh, you can afford to do it. Mm-hmm. Again, thanks very much, Margot, for the call and the comments. Okay, Sarah Holder, staff writer at City Lab, who covers local policy, housing, labor, and technology. It was really great to have you with us here on Detroit Today. Great to be here. Thank you so much. Thanks for being with us. Okay, that's going to do it for us today. I'll be back tomorrow. Also, on on February 25th, Tuesday, February 25th, join WDET's news director, Jerome Vaughn, reporter Jake Neer, and more DET staffers for some trivia and talk before the next Democratic debate that is going to take place at Hopcat in Midtown. You can sign up at WDET.org slash events. Come back tomorrow when we're going to talk with a member of California's redistricting commission about the lessons they learned from redistricting after the 2010 census and what we could learn here in Michigan from their experience. That is going to be a really fascinating conversation about something that is going to happen here really soon. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.